Welcome to Men Alive, a biblical journey to help us become conformed to the image of Jesus Christ. I'm your host, Paul Estabrooks. Our teacher is my longtime friend, Dr. Jim Cunningham, consultant in adult education and director of Go Teach Global. Dr. Jim. Paul, being conformed to the image of Jesus Christ is a powerful goal for every listener to this program. But we ask, how is this possible? The Apostle Paul told his disciple Timothy, there is one God and one mediator between God and man, the man Christ Jesus, who gave himself a ransom for all men. So we have to decide, is Jesus Lord as he claimed to be? Is Jesus a liar and not to be trusted? Or is Jesus a lunatic and we would be crazy to believe him? What do you say, Paul? He is Lord. It's easy for me to say that ever since I accepted him as my Savior and Lord many years ago. He's been a constant source of wisdom and grace as I've watched him prove his claims over and over. Pablo, I have known you since we were kids, some 60 years ago, and I have observed you becoming conformed to the image of Jesus Christ in many, many ways. So here is my thesis. To be conformed to Christ, we have to study the claims and lifestyle of Christ. He is our role model the Holy Spirit uses to form our character. On that we agree. Jesus made seven rather strong claims while on earth. In each claim, he used the phrase, I am, which is a direct reference to how God identified himself to Moses. Moses asked God, Whom shall I say is sending me to King Pharaoh? And God said, I am that I am is sending you. That's the name God gave himself, I am. And Jesus, who is God in the flesh, continues to identify himself seven times in the Gospel of John as I am. He says, I am the bread of life. I am the light of the world. I am the door. I am the good shepherd. I am the resurrection and the life. I am the way, the truth, and the life. And I am the vine. If the Holy Spirit lives within us after we accept Jesus Christ as our personal Lord and Savior, how do we reflect his attributes to those around us? At first, that may sound like an unusual question. To be like Christ, full of grace and truth, humble and gentle, is understandable. But can we be like bread to others or light? Let's examine his teachings. Jesus said, He is the bread of life, John 6, 35. He is the word of God made flesh. His words give us eternal strength for living here on earth. His words nourish our spiritual hunger. So how can I be like the bread of life to other people? Answer, our words either encourage others by putting courage in or discourage by taking courage out. In essence, the words we speak to one another are like the bread of life to those who hear or read what we speak. Scripture says, the power of life and death is in the tongue. James wrote in his epistle, 
People can tame all kinds of animals, birds, reptiles, and fish, but no one can tame the tongue. It is restless and evil, full of deadly poison, and sometimes it praises our Lord and Father, and sometimes it curses those who have been made in the image of God. James 3, 7-9 Our challenge as men is to allow the Holy Spirit to control our tongue, so words that come from our heart bring nourishment and life to those who hear the bread of life speaking through us. Jesus said he was the light of the world, John 8:12. Do we see ourselves as a light to those around us? I have never thought of myself as a light bulb, but in Jesus' day there was no electricity, only lamps and candles. And in Matthew 5, 14 to 16, Jesus said, You are the light of the world, like a city on a hilltop that cannot be hidden. No one lights a lamp and then puts it under a basket. Instead, a lamp is placed on a stand where it gives light to everyone in the house. In the same way, let your good deeds shine out for all to see so that everyone will praise your heavenly Father. Our good deeds are like a light to the world that attracts people to Jesus living within us. And in Matthew 6, to 23, Jesus added, Your eye is like a lamp that provides light for your body. When your eye is healthy, your whole body is filled with light. But when your eye is unhealthy, your whole body is filled with darkness. And if the light you think you have is actually darkness, how deep that darkness is. The light of the world lives within us. That is an awesome, powerful thought. Scripture says, If we walk in the light as he is in the light, we have fellowship with one another, and the blood of Jesus Christ cleanses us from all sin. To walk in fellowship, we must both be in the light. If you have just tuned in, you're listening to Men Alive with Dr. Jim Cunningham of Go Teach Global. We'll tell you more at the end how to get in touch with our teacher. Jesus also said he was the door, John 10, 9. Jesus never said he was a door, one of many, but the door. Spiritual syncretism would have us believe that truth is found in all religions. Therefore, the Christian message of redemption through faith in Jesus Christ is just one of many doors or paths to God. Since we will be held accountable for how we shared our faith, perhaps this is a good time to reassess how well we open our door of hospitality to the biblical quartet of people with needs mentioned in Zechariah 7.10, to the widows, orphans, foreigners, and the poor. And Jesus said, I am the good shepherd, in John 10.11. So in seeking to become conformed to the image of Jesus Christ, how can you and I be like a shepherd to others? Jesus personifies peace in his role as good shepherd. He guides his sheep through the valley of the shadow of death. When we are prone to discouragement or disappointment, Scripture reminds us that if God is God and if God is our good shepherd, then his will for our life is good, acceptable, and perfect, even if we do not understand what is happening around us. Our shepherd knows where he is going. The closer we walk with him, the safer we will be. He is in sovereign control of all details of our life. This is our blessed hope. 
When we are at peace within, we can effectively guide those who follow us, our spouse, our children, our friends, and fellow workers. They see us staying close to the Good Shepherd and in turn seek our guidance and counsel. Then Jesus said, I am the resurrection and the life. John eleven twenty five. Universalism teaches that because God so loved the world that Christ died for all, so he will somehow sovereignly, out of love, bring everyone to salvation with him in heaven. This is heretical fantasy. Jesus clearly said, He who believes in me will live, even though he dies, and whoever lives and believes in me will never die. John eleven twenty five and verse 26. Like the Apostle Peter, we strongly believe against all opposing views that salvation is found in no one else, for there is no other name under heaven given to men by which we must be saved. Later, Jesus added, I am the way, the truth, and the life, John fourteen six. This is perhaps the most dangerous verse in the Bible for new Christians in countries controlled by atheists or radicals or religious fanatics. Some get very angry when they hear that Jesus said, No man comes to the Father except through me. Some become violent, while others call Christians intolerant and exclusive. If Jesus Christ is the way, then he is not a liar. The other world views are. If Jesus Christ is the truth, then he is not a lunatic. The other world religions have been deceived. If Jesus Christ is the life, then he is Lord, and each individual has a decision to make. The good news of Christianity is that Jesus offers us a way to heaven. No other religion can guarantee one's arrival in heaven. They have conditions for entrance into heaven that will only be judged after one dies. Not so for the Christians. Jesus assures us that when we know him and accept him as our Savior, he has secured the way to heaven through his shed blood. And as the Son of God, raised from the dead, he ascended into heaven and can now offer eternal life with him when we die. If we are truly being conformed to the image of Christ— we will be bolder and bolder and bolder in proclaiming what we know and believe about Jesus Christ, the way, the truth, and the life. Often we lack nerve to be bold. Perhaps that is why the Apostle Paul, as the greatest missionary of all times, asked his friends, pray for me that I may have boldness. He had knowledge. He had wisdom. He just needed boldness and when you read his defense before three Roman leaders, Felix, Festus, and Agrippa, you know that Paul had God-given boldness and timely words. And last, Jesus said, I am the vine, John fifteen five. Jesus had three years to complete his ministry on earth. Choose 12 disciples, show them by his miracles and teaching that he was the Messiah, and train them to go into all the world and tell everyone that he rose from the dead. Yet he fulfilled this mission in a calm, systematic, focused manner. Scripture says Jesus was filled with grace and truth, and his character was gentle and humble. No rush, no panic, no confusion. Why am I saying all these things? Because Jesus said, I am the vine, and you are the branches. 
He that abides in me bears much fruit. If Jesus is the vine and we abide in him, then we will reflect his character by his energy and joy flowing through us. After 50 plus years of keeping a journal, I can heartily suggest that you as the listener try writing your prayers, petitions, thanks, and praises to God in a manner that allows you to keep them and reread them later. You are writing your own history as you do this. Record how God is at work in your life and how abiding in Him has allowed His grace and truth and gentleness and humility to flow into your life from the I am, the vine. There you have it, men. Jesus was described as being gentle and humble, full of grace and truth. These character qualities mentioned, if fully implemented with all we meet, will help us become more conformed to the image of Christ. For a printed copy or a PDF of this program's teaching, or with any questions you may have, contact Dr. Jim by sending your email to menaliveuntogod at gmail.com. Men Alive is a production of GoTeach Global. For more information, go to our website at www.goteachglobal.com. Until next time, I'm your host, Paul Estabrooks. On behalf of Dr. Jim Cunningham, encouraging you to be men alive, conformed to the image of Jesus Christ.